Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot more <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the call-in show, the very first call-in show of 2018. Welcome to the new year. Yeah, how does it how feel? Was your, um, how was your New Year's Eve or New Year's celebrations? Um, It was... It was fine. My brother's in town, so mm. we're gonna try to keep the show short tonight. I'm, I mean, three minutes for real. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh yeah, yeah. Clock. You're gonna be the. You're gonna be real fashy on the clock, I guess. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. How about you? Um, did, uh, I didn't. I had. I had uh, one friend to text me like, "Hey, what are you doing tonight?" And I was like, eh, "Playing <laughs> video games." He's like, "Oh, I was just gonna see if you wanted to go out." And I was like, "Nah, man. All the Christmas noobs. I gotta, I I gotta wreck all these Christmas noobs. It was awesome." Every year I get older, I feel less obligated to do something on New Year's and yeah, Halloween, for that matter. I'm like, couldn't care less. Pretty sure I didn't make it to midnight. I'm pretty sure I, I went to bed at like eleven. But that that stuff's not significant to me. So maybe maybe the callers will have uh, more interesting New Year's tales. I know we have a, a, largely a younger demographic, so maybe they have some more interesting things to say. Anyway, uh, if you are new to the show, this is The Call-In Show. There is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show in the uh, video description. You can click on that. That'll put you in the server. Put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who arrived first. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Each caller gets a strict three minutes of voice time before Blonde boots you out. And then we'll keep things moving along. We will also take super chat comments and questions in between callers. And uh, if you want to contribute to the show but you can't make it live, we do take questions and comments via email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. And uh, we don't have any email questions tonight, though. The questioners took the, the, uh, the holiday off, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you can also you can also record messages uh, to uh, and post them unlisted on YouTube. We'll play the audio on the show and respond to them as well if that interests you. Uh, so we might as well, since you're on the clock, we might as well hop right into it. Yeah, Constantine is up first. Constantine, what's up, man? Hello. Hi. Oh, I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, these Iran protests, I think, mm-hmm. uh, they're frankly, there's a script since the Ukraine coup in 2014. They were orchestrated by the CIA. See, not every writer is a CIA agent. That's what people will tell you played on tensions that would have otherwise gone unnoticed. And I don't think these uprisings in Iran are genuine is what I'm saying. What do you think? Hmm. Well, I, I don't know enough to speculate on the tinfoil angle, but do you have more to, can you explain what leads you to believe that they're not genuine? I'm going on speculation. It's early. The information doesn't come out until like a year later in these kinds of situations. But I saw something about how um, Trump and Netanyahu signed a pact to go after Iran. The constant economic sanctions we've had on them for the past 30 years, just the turn Iran into something so like demonized. I'm not saying they're like angels by any sense, but they're a lot better than other countries in the region. I'll put it that way. And they are a Russian ally too. So this just reminds me of the Ukraine situation. It just harkens back at that for me. Maybe, maybe I'm a bit off base here. Well, okay. So if they're not genuine, you're saying the U.S. and Russia is behind it, or just Russia, or what? What are you saying? Or who? I guess saying 
Iran is Russian ally, so that's one of the main reasons we're going after them because you know, God forbid, Russia have any trading partners or allies. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I I, I um I have followed the story there at a distance, so I don't have a lot of uh, specific information about it. Um, but I guess I had no reason to believe so far that they weren't genuine. I hadn't. I guess I just hadn't thought of the. Yeah. I hadn't put my tinfoil hat on about it. As usual, familiar. my only familiarity with the subject is Stefan Molyneux's video about it. <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise. I know. Right? What did he have to say? Um, I had no mention of this. I don't think he was getting conspiratorial about it. Not saying you're conspiratorial, but uh, he didn't seem to be under this impression. Constantine knows I throw around the tinfoil reference lovingly. <laughs> I don't throw it around dismissively. Oh, no, I, I didn't mean he's being conspiratorial. <clears throat> I love tinfoil hats. I got one in the background back there, but you can't see it. It's off camera right now. I was going through WikiLeaks since that's just the kind of stuff I do. I'm one of those kind of people. And I was looking at things like 2009, there was another protest and there were like, this was MI6, not necessarily CIA, but they were doing Twitter accounts running, pretending to be like, you know, revolutionaries and protesters in Iran. They did it in a few other countries, but it just seems like CIA op, just the way it's going. Maybe I'm off base. I'd love to be proven wrong. I'm not, like I said, I'd love to see the theocracy overthrown, but granted, and they keep themselves. It's not like Saudi Arabia who pushes these migrants on the West. And that's one of my biggest fear about the regime falling. I fear that they'll just push in a bunch of Shia migrants that'll fight the Sunni migrants and fun. Well, we'll know in a decade or so. Hmm. <laughs> we can circle <Yeah>. back. <laughs> Call the show in 2028. 20, in 20 years, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do have to cut you off though. Stupid three minutes. I can smell Bye. dinner downstairs. It's 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 maddening. What oh, is he making? Uh he's making shrimp and grits. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, Constantine's already out of here. I was going to say. Was... I know. I, I didn't mean. Happy to, like, New Year, Constantine. So okay. I was going to mind him down a little bit. Jeez. Yeah. Aeolian's up next. You there, Aeolian? Hmm. Mm. -mm. No? Okay. We can get Steven in in the meantime. We'll leave Aeolian hang out, see if his mic will work. Whoops. Let's, I'll try again. Try to get Steven in here. Hello. Oh, there we go. What's up, Aeolian? I'm you want to hang out just for a second, Steven? Sure. I'm sorry about that. I, put, I changed my settings, so it's push to talk. Oh yeah, it's the dreaded push to talk. That that will always get you. Exactly. That's going away exactly right now. Anyway, right. how are you guys doing? Good. Doing all right. How was your New Year's? It wasn't New Year's. It was Christmas. That was awesome for me. New Year's okay. was, was just easy. But in between those two, that was the absolute best time because I got my older brother married off and, hmm. and you know sent off to Florida for their for their honeymoon. Nice. They got married between Christmas and New Year's. Yep. I bet uh, all your guests were back. really pissed off. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, was was actually, it like a small wedding or did you have like a big wedding? We had a big wedding. Uh, it was a pretty short engagement and everyone was like, well, okay, it's not going to be that cold. And it was minus uh, 20 wind chill. You know, it's just this Arctic blast that's come in, you know? And where was this? This uh, I'm in South Dakota. So I'm oh, right yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been really cold this part of the country for yeah. the last couple of weeks. So we're warming really, up a bit here now, but there was a, there was a pretty bitter stretch for a little while. Yeah, you're you're out in Montana, so you're kind of getting yeah. like a glancing blow. I'm right in the middle of this this just cold wave. Oh boy! But they were really happy to get sent down to Florida. So yeah, I was gonna say, married in South Dakota in like 
between Christmas and New Year's. It, uh, a lot did you did you guys hire a wedding planner for this or was it? Yeah, oh, is no, there no. a bun in the oven? Is that was that what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, definitely not. This is, we're good Catholic kids, you know. But <laughs> uh, you know, this is this is just a little bit of everybody chipping in, a little bit of trying to save money. A, it was on a Thursday, save a ton of money on a Thursday, and uh, in the middle of Christmas, only those people who you care about are going to come. So <laughs> that's true. That's I mean, to true. be brutally honest, yeah. <laughs> oh, I lost him. Oh, I'm right here. No, he's still there. He's still there. Uh, were you were you calling in for wedding talk, or did you have something else in your mind? Well, that and uh, you know, I'm got, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to 2018 even more than I was looking forward to 2017. I was really apprehensive. Uh, I told you guys how I'm going to try and become a U.S. Marine officer. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So this time last year, I was still pretty apprehensive when I so I applied two years ago. Uh, I applied uh-huh. January 2016. And at that point, I was like, okay, I probably, I, if this goes the way I think everyone's saying it's going to go, then I'm just going to have to like rescind my, rescind my application because I, I can't really serve under this, under who I think is going to be president. And the person ah, who okay. I never you, thought you, the world you were taking president. the Hillary angle. Oh, dude, who wasn't, you know, yeah. <laughs> can't you just yeah. get that written into your contract? Like an out clause? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was still my call to the end, but you know what? I'm glad I didn't have to make it, and I yeah, got yeah. another shot this this summer. So here's a cool. 2018 of a year of self improvement. Awesome. Yeah, man, that Best sounds of luck awesome. To you. Thanks for All coming. Right. Uh, hey, take care, you guys. Best yeah. of luck to you. Have a happy Bye-bye. New Year, and let us know how it goes. Will do. Bye bye. Okay, uh, Stephen, you still here? I am. What's Hi. going on with you? <laughs> Uh, nothing much. Um, I was wondering if, um, either of you were, have heard of or are following the QAnon stuff. No, I don't even know what that Didn't is. Didn't somebody explain to us like two weeks ago? Yeah, somebody did. I promptly forgot. Yeah. <laughs> was it you I know that explained we've... it to us, Stephen? I, I can't even remember. I don't know. It wasn't me. Go, go for it once more. Cause I, I remember the term, but I don't remember anything else. Yeah, we're old. You gotta be gentle with it. <laughs> Well, um, I, I can't remember if it's on 4chan or 8chan, but it's a guy there. It's a profile called Q. It could be one person. It could be multiple people, but um, they're, they claim to be have insider information as to what's going on within the Trump administration and, and what's oh, going on yeah. behind that executive order and how supposedly the they're fighting back against the, the elites behind the closed doors and whatnot. Is there any credibility to this? Um, the only, the, the only proven facts is that Trump did go, did make an executive order, which I think there's like a 90 day window to take action against like the, the corruption and human trafficking and filing sanctions against other places around the world and within the U S or whatever, I guess they can do legally. But some of the stuff I'm hearing from other people on YouTube, it seems really, really far fetched. Full tinfoil. Hmm. I haven't heard very much about it. I, I don't know. Are any big content creators covering this? Um, I don't know about, no, not, not really big content creators, but you know, during the holidays and there wasn't as many people on YouTube making videos. So this, this one guy that like started his, he started on Christmas Eve and he like went up to probably 10,000 subscribers in just two weeks because he was sharing this information. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. That's 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 a really good start for that guy. We have to remember this time to look into it, Matt. 
because I, I know last time we talked about this, we're like, wow, interesting. We'll definitely look into it. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry, Alex Jones actually has brought him up a few times. Oh, okay. Huh. Oh, hmm. Hmm. interesting. I have mixed feelings about Alex Jones. Who doesn't? I, uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. I Who mean, doesn't there, have mixed feelings? I mean, there are. I don't know. You always have to. It, it feels like you have to qualify praise of Alex Jones with like 50 different things about how yeah. he's crazy on this and he's crazy on that. My appreciation for Alex Jones will always be mostly stylistic as opposed to substantive. I don't know. I feel like he's gotten ahead of some stories and I can trust that whatever he's saying is probably about halfway true. That's better than mainstream media. I, it's like it's <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how you measure that, but. It's pure. I appreciate him from like a pure entertainment perspective. Um, Do I consider him like a go to information source for me? No. But do I (laughs) greatly appreciate him walking on the streets of Seattle calling people physically grotesque? Yes. You're godless. godless. That is hilarious. I mean, that is that is fantastic stuff. That's true. All right. For the IRL trolling, Alex Jones gets a pass. Yeah. We totally hijacked Stephen's call so we could talk shit on Alex Jones. I'm sorry, Stephen. Any any. Well, Stephen can have uh, a last word. Well, uh, actually, uh, I was going to ask you if I can hand the phone to Matt because he seems to still be muted on Discord. All right. Yeah, that's sure. fine. Oh, he changed his mind, so I guess uh, y'all can <laughs> Oh, well, screw go. him, too. I hope he had a bad Christmas. <laughs> they said, Matt said, screw you, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling, guys. Thanks, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Tell Matt I was just joking, of course. I'm sure he knows. Of course. Have a good night. All right, uh, we good on we good on super chat. Should we take a break? Keep going. Uh, let's keep going. Okay, uh, you'll regret that decision. Because who's here but the one and only Jay Fry? Oh, good. Good. I love Jay Fry. Oh, back on Hi. good terms now. I'm sort of lovable. Yeah. Well, like, you're lovable in a very unique way. That's what my mom said. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Jay Fry? One day. That's what she said. Um, so, uh, can I shill or, or do I have to not shill? I we, don't know. We've always, I've always looked the other way on shilling. Jay Fry's Dude. earned some shilling. No, it's, it's actually, it's not bad. Cause, uh, uh, it's just a anti-Jew server. No, um, <laughs> it's a, uh, uh, yeah, let a, me tell you about survival. my discord server. guys. <laughs> it's great. It's a survivalist, uh, discord that I'm doing for, uh, for people who like self-sufficiency or woodcrafting or, hmm. Uh, anything like that, I started a server on uh, on Discord for it. So nice. where can people find the link if they're interested? Is that on your Twitter or what? Uh, they can uh, message me on Twitter or uh, in Discord. And I usually hang out in the after hours chat on, on Discord. What do you uh, What do you guys think of uh, Big League Chew? A plus. Good stuff. Who doesn't like Big League Chew? Yeah. What? It, what's your Chew? preferred flavor? It's It's got to be grape if you ask Is me. Is that gum? Yeah. It's like shredded bubble gum. Not like, to be honest, I probably haven't had it for a decade, but yeah, Big League Chew is is just fine. I don't know. I was a bubble tape purist. I don't even know what Big League Chew is. That's also good. Bubble tape is pretty good. Only because you could chew like mounds of of gum. It's, I'm amazed that my my parents would let me do that. Yeah, and it was back in the day. It had real sugar too. Real it was, so yeah, sugar. just cavities galore. What, yeah. Whatever happened to like snacks that came in roll format like that? Do they still make like fruit by the foot and yeah. fruit roll ups yeah. and all that? That's still a thing. Yep. 
Remember Gushers? God, I, I love Gushers. Good candy and sour. Um, wait, those Warheads. I used to like those. Oh yeah, yeah. We used to trade right, them anyway. for pizza. You, you, yeah. Oh yeah. Tra trading lunch items was, was oh, an underrated uh, part of growing up. Well, what was it? Uh, Monday, uh, Bryden had a, a stream where he tried to uh, like he spent thirty bucks on these wacky drinks, mm -hmm. and one of them was sweet corn soda. Uh, okay. pickle soda, um, strawberry shortcake beer. That's probably uh, good. Bacon and chocolate uh, soda. Also probably good. No, that one was, he said it was pretty bad, but he's a vegan, huh. so what does he know? It could have been great. Oh, I didn't Gross. know this. Uh, what else did he uh Bacon and maple syrup. And, oh, it was, it was just atrocious to watch because the colors were so not natural. And he had one that was a Jolly Rancher, and it looked just like Windex. Hmm. Yeah. It was it was painful to watch him wa to watch him drink it, but he had his girlfriend with him too, and they were both drinking them, and it was a, a sight to be held. Well, before before we run out of time, what why why were you bringing up Big League Chew? I, I have no idea. I just I had to oh. watch it, but you do like it, right? We don't disagree on that. No. Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought he was going to bring this one around. Yeah, yeah. But nothing. He just wanted to call and talk about Big League Chew. Get the fuck out of here, Jay Fry. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, go to the, I'll go to the gas station tomorrow and buy some. I assume they have it. Maybe not. You know what the, the other underrated gum was? was um, what was it? Fruit Stripes? Or the one with the zebra? That was, that was Fruit Stripes. And it had the paper yeah. that you could just shove the whole thing in your mouth without taking it out of the paper. Yeah, yeah. Weren't, the they, weren't those supposed yeah. to be like temporary tattoos or something, too? Like you'd lick it and put it That's in your... That's kind of cool. Yeah, later. That's that's how they came out. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for the trip down memory lane. Talking about bubble gum with J Fry, I'm gonna murder everybody. Yeah, the snack nostalgia was a plus. Thank you, man. I uh, I did learn. I believe it was on Cousin Vinny that uh, grits only take 20 minutes. Mm. 15 minutes. 15. But it's the shrimp that's taking forever to prepare in this case, right? This is like heavily marinated, cream. yeah, delicately prepared type it stuff. Really, really good in here. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. And then uh, just my final thought on the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kick him out. He did that. God, dude. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what I have in my pantry for dinner tonight? What? SpaghettiOs. I got SpaghettiOs or something. Hey, SpaghettiOs and a grilled cheese. Very underrated. Very underrated. Are I got bachelor meals galore. Uh, I got Kraft mac and cheese. I got SpaghettiOs. Dude, I got tuna sandwiches. Where is the Reich bride in the audience that is going to <laughs> be Skag's wife and cook him appropriate meals for a 30-year-old man? I will never cook. The closest I get is like microwaving steamed broccoli. That's like the closest I yeah, get to Yeah, I mean, cooking. you're a dude. You don't have to, but you yeah. do have to find a woman that can cook. If she yeah, can't cook. One thing at a time. We got to find a woman first. <laughs> Speaking of women, respecter of women. AKA respecter of women. I think that's, and this might be another one of, um, God dang, uh, quit sorry. switching your names in discord. Yeah. This might be another one of, uh, of, is it um, unstoppable? We haven't heard from unstoppable for a long time. I think this might be another one of Steph's names though. Hello. Hey. Oh, it's hi. not Steph. Oh, hi. Thank you for hey. uh, taking me in. Uh, yeah, been a long course. time listener. I appreciate it. So um, I was actually going to ask about uh, the corporate world today, actually. But since people have been talking about Intel lately, I would like uh, your uh, insight as to um, uh, this, what is it, this, this exploit that allows you to run uh, 
code, arbitrary code, uh, execute arbitrary code at ring zero level or something like that. So um, I actually, I only saw the headlines here. My understanding is that the latest Intel chips have some sort of security flaw and fixing it is going to greatly reduce their performance. Yes. Is that a fair summary? Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I think so. And uh, my understanding is that there are two exploits. One of them is easier to perform than the other. And AMD fi- uh, chips are also affected as well. So the AMD master race is unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah, they can no longer be uh, comfortably smug. I didn't I know AMD know master race was a thing. you guys are talking about. They're just computer processors. Yes. I haven't heard anything about this. Is this some big story? I only saw the headlines. I, I've not read about it at all. For um, well, it depends on the the industry. For uh, people working in uh, like uh, a Amazon is probably pissed as all hell because they basically have to take they probably have to take down all of AWS to patch their systems or something like that. So we might see. Uh, I mean, you might see. So for anybody who. Uh, 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 for anybody who contributes to capitalism and the decadence of liberal society and uh, buys uh, stuff from Amazon, yeah, sorry about that. You're going to have to mm. wait like three hours to make your purchase. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, so that's one thing I wanted to ask. Uh, I was also curious about what your insights were about uh, concerning... So it, it's funny that... Uh, so the corporate world has been one of the biggest sponsors of a lot of uh, progressive... Uh, Causes when it, everything from uh, gender wage equality to uh, gay marriage to uh, open borders, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it's kind of funny because when you think about the origins of these causes, they're all tied to these very, very far left anti capitalist movements. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we can, you know, talk, you know, cultural Marxism. Um, so I'm just sort of curious what uh, your thoughts on, you know, when did the, the, I mean, I, I suppose you guys are familiar with the, the concept of entryism, but when did this actually happen? When did, when did uh, the private sector get full of all of these? Um, well, yeah, I, I, I'd also just leave it there. Ooh. Um, I would say this is a, it's always been pretty consistent, but this is, this is like a dot-com manifestation. I would say early yes. 2000s is, mm. is when things started to go south. And mm. then I think it, it, it was slow. All these companies were slowly infiltrated with leftists through diversity mandates because mm-hmm. if you get a bunch of minorities and women in these companies they're gonna be liberal and then suddenly the company's yes. liberal mm-hmm. so i think that things really started to amp up when all of these diversity initiatives uh became mandated and that's really started happening in the early 2000s i i would say like 2005 yeah. 2007 yeah i don't know about when but i certainly know why and they do it for the same reason that your average virtue signaling idiot on facebook does it and that is to broadcast how virtuous they are right. they, they think mm-hmm. that it's a viable advertising strategy in the same way that your friend wants you to look at look at him or her and say my oh my what exceptional morals and ethics that person has yeah. i'm so right. proud of him or her um right. but, but yeah i'm sorry go on no it's just it's it's interesting that uh, I, I think you really hit it when you say that it's in the, the, the alliance between fundamentally anti-capitalist, anti-corporatist people mm-hmm. and corporate interest around virtue signaling tolerance right. is, is a sort of bizarre marriage when you think about it. I like the way you yes. framed it. It's, it's, like, um, it's sort of like the weird alliance between feminist, uh, feminists and Islam. Like, why yes. is that... 
why why do they have this shared vision baffling to me that any company would orchestrate an initiative that's clearly going to decrease their productivity and efficiency it's like why would you why would, I, i've always grown up thinking that companies only care about money and that you can understand their incentives because they're all financial but that's really not what it's panning out to be like some right. of these companies like twitter they're taking huge financial hits for their ideologies and and i still to some degree find this baffling. Like, why? And there's a lot of rationalization that's coming out of, uh, well, universities, frankly, that's, that's very convincing to a lot of people in the right positions uh, that this is not going to hurt them, that in fact, diversity in the boardroom is actually going to improve profit earnings or, you know, whatever sort of, uh, you know, however, whatever sort of yeah. way you want to paint this. So yeah. um, maybe I, I didn't take... properly appreciate yeah. that this is an obvious outcome. Maybe people in the yeah. companies are thinking like, more diversity means that we'll have that we'll make more money. Yeah, that must be what they're thinking. But it's yeah. so stupid. They, they often say that. They they often say that. And by the way, if there's evidence, I'm open to the evidence. But they just say these there's things like, not. "Did you know that more diverse leadership means a healthier bottom line?" I didn't know that, but I would like to see the information on which you're basing that claim. If you so can provide it, doesn't exist. I'm you can. There's some. There were a couple of articles to this effect, or at least one on on Harvard Business Review, which I can probably find. Uh, later and post, post in the uh, Discord general chat. Uh, I do want to get going because I don't want to take up too much time, but I do have a gift actually for some of the, uh, for some listeners who might be from a certain image board on uh, the internets. Okay. All right, here goes. You did nothing wrong. <laughs> okay. I was going to say that that wasn't um, as far as uh, singing some sort of anthem goes, which by the way, the re it's way above my head. I don't know what the reference is, uh, but this, the, the, the tune was not super far off. It didn't seem like. Man, I think that this is a first for us. Has anybody sang on the show before? Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. It's hard to remember. Uh, if people can clarify the reference for me, that would be great. Because, you know, that's like <laughs> a movie like quote German. that I don't understand. Was it an SS song? Was Is that what yeah, it was? Maybe. Can maybe somebody some, in the live chat tell me? Some Nazi thing. And no messing with me live chat. I hate it when you people do that shit. Yeah. Well, they can't hear us anyway. The show is having so many technical difficulties <laughs> and our mics are off and they're... You know, Okay. Uh, do oh, we need we a break? Okay. Uh, we just we just have a couple. It's it's a slow night. Everybody's with their families. Like I should be right right now. Um, Yoda Economics says Jay Fry just stated that the super chat button is on his desk. Will someone please tell him that I also have a super chat button? Only mine is more powerful than his, and my button works. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. I like that <laughs> reference to that Trump tweet. Thanks, Yoda. Uh, donation from Johnson Longman. No, no. Thank you so much. And then Bob Smith said, Fruit Stripes, my dad to, to for me, ask the hardware store. That is some that is some indecipherable grammar. My you dad used maybe, to buy them for, for me from the hardware store. Yeah. I don't know the last time I had Fruit Stripes. I know that Fruit Stripes is the gum that lasts like about two chews before the flavor is gone, like two chomps and the flavor is out. I That's don't remember was... any of this stuff. Yeah, fruit stripes, man. Thank you, Bob, uh, Johnson, and Yoda. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, Broteen Bar is up next. Mr. Broteen Bar, what's going on? Hey, good evening, guys. How are you? Hi. Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay, I guess. Uh, I hope you guys had a good new year. Um, so 
for New Year's, actually, uh, I went to go spend Christmas and New Year's with my older brother. Mm-hmm. And he surprised us with the tickets to go see Jeff Dunham live. And I have to say, in current year, it was nice to see a comedian who could actually do comedy properly. Which, Are you also Googling Jeff that's Dunham That's not right the now? sound of me Googling <laughs> Jeff Dunham, no. He's the, he's the guy with the puppets. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that I see his Wikipedia. Yeah, okay. Oh, I remember the Dead Terrace one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, in general, uh, it, it was a great show. Um, and it was very nice to hear a comedian who could make jokes that weren't entirely around the smell of a vagina or <laughs> yeah. things on that par. Or hating Trump, you know. No See, that's, that's the person. really, really interesting thing. He did jokes about both Trump and Hillary okay. and then made a specific joke about the fact that no one cares about what his opinion is politically anyway. Yeah, good. Oh, and, thank you. Like, we appreciate that's, that's that. Self-aware, yeah. A little self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he went out of his way to make a joke. Like he pretended to start to talk about it, and then interrupted himself. And it, yeah. it was pretty funny. He also introduced a new puppet that was uh, Trump's uh, advisor. I don't remember uh, his. Oh, his I name was Bob. I don't like where this is going. It was just. It, it was not that bad. He was just very high strung because. You could imagine that whoever would be the person trying to tell Trump what to do would not be doing it very well. He is massively successful on YouTube, too. This yes. Yeah, I just <laughs> saw that goodness. one of his videos did, had 327 million views. Is that what I saw? Well, I see his, his Merry Christmas video two weeks ago was 327,000, but maybe we're not looking at the same video. Oh, I don't well, know. Yeah, I, I mean, he had his own TV show for a while, if I remember. Yeah, well, he's doing very well on YouTube. Million, 1.4 million subscriptions. Somebody mm-hmm. in the live chat just said Joe Rogan does stand up. Yeah, he oh, does. Does he? Oh, I, didn't I, know watched, that. Um, I watched one Is of that his. That's how he started, and then I, I actually only know him from his show. I mean, he was, well, he used to be on Fear Factor back in the day. He was the host of Fear Factor. Oh, wow. What? Um, and he's done stand up for quite some time. I actually watched one of his more recent stand up uh, specials on Netflix, and I remember thinking it was pretty good. There's some bit about, like, the ghost of he did this whole bit about Caitlyn Jenner that was really funny. It was just like tranny jokes that were really funny. On, did you say Netflix? It was on Netflix. I'm sure it's still up there. I'm pretty sure it was a Netflix production. It was um, I think it was stand up in San Francisco. Wow, it's so weird how I only know him in this political realm. Yeah, I mean his podcast is probably the most successful thing he's ever done. But he used to be on like primetime network TV too. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There were also lots of jokes about celebrity rape involving, and also puppets with hands up their asses. So that <laughs> yeah, was funny. All right, he sounds cool. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. He he was. He, I wasn't sure what to expect because you know current year comedians, etc. But no, he was. Uh, he was fair on all ends and did not give an opinion. So I hmm. I was pleased. Cool. Uh, where and uh, where was this, or what city was it in? Uh, this was in the Mohican Sun Arena in Pennsylvania. I forget what ah. seat, what city. Hmm. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for um, giving us an update. I'll, maybe I'll have to check out some of this ventriloquism stuff. I mean, it never <laughs> seems like it would be all that funny, but he seems like he's actually pretty funny with it. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good with it. Hmm. All right. Have a right. good night, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Happy New Year. Can you hear that? What? This drumming downstairs. The baby has a has a drum. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I can. It's it's faint. But yes, yeah, I can. I can. <laughs> all right. Have a good night. I'll text my sister.
Sorry, guys. Uh, Ski Doggy is up next. Any way we can get that drum away from that baby? <laughs> the baby will probably tire himself or herself out shortly. Um, Ski Doggy, I see you in the roll call, but I don't see you in the waiting rooms. So if you can hear me, just join one of the waiting rooms and I'll circle back, all right? Oh, look, Caesar's making an appearance. Neuroscrub is Matt, but he opted out. So Matt, if um, Steven's Matt, if you hear this and you want to join back in, let me know. Muddy back. The muddy back's up next. Muddy back, you there? Uh oh. Muddy back has that weird thing where it kicks them out. Oh, there, there we go. Now I can hear you. Okay, sorry. Hey, uh, first time calling guy. Uh, hey. well, anyways, hey, nice to talk to you. Yeah, so, thanks for calling in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I just had a couple quick. Well, I don't have time, so I'll just get one done. How political was your it was like teaching in your like K twelve? Do you remember any of that? K through twelve is that you said? You broke up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. apparently this guy who like organized the Portland Trump riots is going to be speaking at my niece's middle school tomorrow, like in an hmm. assembly for some reason. What? Yeah. Uh, I remember being really political. Mine really? was actually very apolitical. I mean, I, I know I my mean, teachers had indoctrination. I shouldn't say it. It wasn't like super outwardly political, but like I definitely knew the political orientation of most of my teachers. And then they would only teach about stuff hmm. that reinforced leftism. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know if there's a problem with knowing, but if you're doing, if they're doing what you're saying, which is like telling you the right and wrong ideas. Well, I did have a, a Christian conservative AP biology teacher that tried to work into the lesson plans that evolution is not real. And then she had a creationist teacher come in, a creationist professor mm. come in and talk about like why Lucy is not a proper specimen. We shouldn't, we shouldn't look to Lucy. Well, wait, how the hell did she get in the position of, of AP biology? I'm not, and I'm not even yeah. saying you shouldn't be allowed to present that information to kids, but that seems like the, probably the inappropriate venue. Um, I don't know. She's one of those teachers that had been there long enough that she, they could just never fire her. She had just always been there. Like my brother had her. My sister had her. She had been there 10 years before my brother even got to high school. She was just kind of a fixture. I had a lot of teachers like that that just either taught us ridiculous stuff or completely checked out. Like we'd watch movies every single day. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, she I was good enough. She kid. wasn't hitting on students. <laughs> Too lazy to fire. Was your experience different? Mine, mine. I mean, I would say that I knew the opinions of a lot of my teachers, but my high school experience and before that, it was not, there were not people telling me what the right and wrong ideas were. They, it's like, if you ask them, they would tell you what their general worldview is. And some of them were like church members and things like that in the community, but it was never, I never felt indoctrinated. Did you feel like you were indoctrinated? Not no, like this. Okay. No, uh, nothing. I mean, for it one, seems brazen, you like right? What's that? If that seems really brazen, bringing in a political activist as, yeah. into, as a speaker, like a, a clear leftist political activist. Yeah, I don't get it. What is, it's not going to be like a, when they bring in a former drug addict who's like, don't do drugs, I'm retarded now, or anything like Maybe that. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe it's Antifa it scared Recovering straight. from leftism. Yeah. yeah. Don't join <laughs> Antifa. You'll become androgynous and you know, you'll live on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe they can, maybe Blonde can start going around and talking to schools and get paid. Yeah. Don't drink, don't have sex. And if you're a girl, don't go to college and get married instead. Oh yeah. That'll <laughs> really, that, that worked. <laughs> that'll work. Yeah. Right. Well, hey, yeah. I don't want to waste your guys time. Hey, sure. thanks for talking to me. 
Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Ha have a good night. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Oh, yeah, belated Happy New Year. Uh, all of that business. You as well. You as well. All right, cool. Bye. God, I, I want to hear blonde teaching young girls now. Listen, gender roles are gender roles for a reason, yeah, okay? Yeah. Your <laughs> feminist mother is going to tell you you can have it all. You yeah. can't. You pick between a career and a barren life, a barren childless life, or having children get married when you're young. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Is nobody right. telling this stuff? Grandmothers and mothers used to like lay the hard truths of life down at the feet of young girls. And I feel like everyone's like, you can have it all. And maybe they can. Megan Merkel's 36 and she's going to be a literal duchess. Yes, but I have a feeling that that is an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably the exception. Not the I don't one. know. I mean, I know a lot of like good looking, handsome men that are with single moms and stuff. I feel like maybe women aren't that off base saying that like, it doesn't really matter if you do things that destroy your sexual market value because they're beta males that just pick up the slack everywhere. Yeah, but at the same time, there's plenty of polling that suggests women are unhappier now than they used to be as well. Yeah, but that needs to be reinforced. We need to like tell younger women, you know, look, women are unhappy because of these feminist choices. If you really want to have the best chance of success and happiness in life, you should probably have kids and not pursue a career. You're just not smart enough or talented enough, probably. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm all in favor of, of people having the, the freedom to choose and to choose whatever path they, they make. But, but when I do, they have all I'm, the information, I'm, you need to give I'm, them I'm, the information. Yeah, I'm with you in that telling them that all choices are viable simultaneously. That's probably a little bit optimistic, uh, yeah. to, put it, to put it gently. Darren's up next. <laughs> hey, Darren. Hmm? All right, we'll let Darren hang out. We'll see if he can get his mic working. Joshua Hahn. You there, Josh? Oh, hey, yeah, I am. Hi. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, give me just a second. I'm going to mute my stream. Okay, there we go. Sure. Um, hey, Darren, can you hang on for just a sec? We'll let Joshua go, and then we'll let you go. Yeah, I see Darren's mic um, lighting up. I don't know if Darren's here. Oh, hi, Darren. <laughs> so my question is actually for for blonde uh which it seems like every time i call him I... uh so, so my question is do you still intend to quit after you get married uh when you start your family um i mean i'm still i'm still wondering like how i'm gonna navigate this because we're also starting another business um so I'm wondering if like this is going to endanger the other business or how much time I'm going to have outside of my kids and another business to invest in the channel. And like, I know that the man's not happy with certain directions that I've gone in in my videos or my civic nationalist video. And so I'm like, this isn't about me anymore. It's definitely not going to be about me when I have a kid. So right now I'm thinking like, I can probably do this, but I don't know how I'm going to feel then. Like I, I watched my sister have a baby and stuff and like, it is overwhelming and consuming for 18 years <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. it, it definitely is i've got two sisters each of which have four kids uh so i i'm, I'm familiar with that they got married young by the way yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah, conservative christian household so yeah my sisters got married pretty young his wife wants a baby and can't afford one. <laughs> oh man <laughs> That's rough. It's really expensive too. Like I, I feel for people that want to have a bunch of kids and they're like, I mean, how, how, how do you do this? Especially in cities. How do, how do I work and have a family? Cause I'm yeah. old and I'm in college. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. 
Although then I see like wife with a purpose. She still does. She has six kids. And so maybe I'm like, just, just kind of being a pussy about this. Hmm. I don't know. Well, all I know is based on the, I don't know if anxiety is the right word, but the discontent you have from losing your Twitter yeah. and the, this, the severance of an outlet yeah. for your yeah. constant daily rage. I know. And Gab, uh, it's just, I get more engagement from Gab, but the complaining just felt better on Twitter. Well, th that's the thing is, I, I, I don't, you, I don't want echo chambers. You know, no, I, I, I don't be have a problem with off leftists all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs> it made me feel like I was making a real difference. You know. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is, I'm sure that like in when um when your children are first born and and that's the focus. I have no doubt that you'll want to focus on that, and rightfully so. But I'm saying I predict there's going to come a day where your yeah. outlet. You you will miss your outlet and and it'll you'll return. That's another thing. And then like I don't. Uh oh, there goes blonde. I want to make it the first three months. Oh, now you're back. Oh, what if I'm really overwhelmed the first three months and then six months in or a year in, I'm like I could totally handle this now, but then I've shut down my platform. So no, I might well, that's, just that's... slow it way down. You know? Yeah. yeah I well, deserve the right to an extended maternity leave, really. But... Yeah, that, that's that's how I should view it, maybe. And, yeah. I, and I really think Matt's right that it would drive you nuts after a certain amount of time. <laughs> I know, I know. This Twitter ban, man. Like, it's just, it's not like I needed the the boost on my channel or the followers or anything like that. It's not really what I'm missing. It's just that little release. And knowing that somewhere across the world, you've made a leftist just furious. <laughs> it, it's just <laughs> I know. And they're not on Gab. It's just, it's yeah. just a total right-wing echo chamber on Gab. Yeah, I've considered playing devil's advocate on Gab just to make things interesting. Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> it's like when, when, I had, when I had people um, coming at me on Twitter a few weeks ago making fun of Gab about the fact that it's an echo chamber. And it's like, you idiots, you created the echo you chamber. You created it. And you're you're the ones who own... wanted that. Right, and you're going to be a leftist echo chamber here soon. Yeah, you're the so one who's, all, who's celebrating the banning yeah. of everybody. Because they have the wrong opinions, and then you have the nerve to make fun of them for their echo chamber on yeah, another website. Yeah. You created it, you wanted it, you advocated for it. Now you have it, and and you're gonna make fun of the, those people over on the and website. And I feel it's, like it's out of principle, I'm not gonna create another fucking Twitter account. I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah, I, I get it. I, get I mean, that. but maybe I should. Like a lot of people are like, you gotta fight the power by creating another Twitter account. I'm like, what? Mm. And then I mean, like you, you, don't, either, you don't tweet you, that much. It's not a super huge part of your. No, I've really scaled back because I've it's I realized how much time I was sinking into it too. Yeah, it's you know, a I big could use time it more productively. And it's a lot of negativity and you have to interact with anonymous retards all day that will say anything to you. I don't know. I actually kind of feel more zen now that I'm off of it. <laughs> I I really kind of want to like just convince a, a like if I could just get someone from Twitter, some leftist group to just decide that it would be a great idea to start trolling on Gab and then see yeah, yeah, well, they don't like to really troll. Nice. They don't have that trolly spirit. And he's, they have no incentive to leave Twitter too because they're not in danger of getting banned, even if they like yeah. threaten violence. I don't know how it happened, but that like that that comedic trolly spirit left the left at some point. They're yeah. not funny anymore. They don't troll. They're not the mischievous. Fat feminists or humor. Yeah, it sucks. Like they don't have any desire to go. Like you could have, you could partition the left and the right strictly on gab and twitter yeah. and the the trolley spirit would still exist on gab yeah. but it would it would be absent on twitter on they don't her. they don't they would just be talking about body like... positivity and licking each other's buttholes all day yeah it's gonna be so <laughs> weird at the end of the year when twitter's a left-wing echo chamber it's gonna be just worthless
this three minute rule i'm like three minutes the, unless you want to call in and let me talk about myself then we can just yeah. go <laughs> you're the one in charge of it you're the one trying to eat shrimp that's that's the real reason i direct my questions to you <laughs> <laughs> unlimited time if you let me let me talk about myself yeah totally <laughs> thanks for calling you right, thanks josh thank you bye, bye. guys Okay, the cho the chosen boy. Keep an eye out for um. If you see Ski Doggy in the waiting room, I gotta get him in here too. Oh, you um, said we need to do super chats. Go for it. I mean, we can. Uh, Gabriel Lopez said, "Okay, so I don't know what currency. He, this might be a giant donation, but it, it, this might be like Venezuelan money and it's worthless. So I, so I don't know." I uh, Gabriel Lopez said, "Wish the podcast does great this year. I enjoy how Matt loves doing this, and I hope you have much more success." To Becca, I wish you produce many, many furors. <laughs> and find deep happiness and building a family. Thank you so much. And Thank I, you, Gabriel. I will say, Gabriel, I've been watching Andy Worski's streams lately, and I think it's so funny when he reads your uh, your super chats on there. It's like world's class. Does he call Andy a faggot on Andy's super chats? <laughs> I haven't Andy's heard of streams. I no, oh. no, I don't think so. Uh, I hope it's not too personal. Forgive me, Gabriel, but I feel like this is fair to share. So I I do my my Patreon. It's not about you. It's about Gabriel. I do my Patreon thank yous each month. And Gabriel's a, a patron of mine. And I, I send out my, my thank you for the month. And I message people who are eligible for hangouts with me. I say, hey, if you're, if you're interested in hanging out with me, go ahead and message me back and, uh, and we'll arrange. And Gabriel's one of those people who's eligible. But he doesn't message me back to say, hey, I'd like to schedule a hangout. All he says, all he replies with is, send nudes. That's all. <laughs> That's Who all he said. This guy? He's so funny. I don't, I don't and know. And he's gotten me to call you a faggot live on air like at least 20 times. Right? And I've never, I didn't send him nudes, but I did see the message. <laughs> you did. It was just mm. a picture of your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have, should have done something. But thank you, Gabriel. <laughs> thank really you, appreciate Gabriel. it. Uh, Liberative said Joe Rogan was the comic who busted Carlos Mencia for stealing jokes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know he's that. been doing stand up for more than 20 years. Well, I feel like I really oh, so, should have known. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe stand up was how he got into like the entertainment industry generally. I mean, in He's my also defense, been... I get I've only the first I ever heard of him was his podcast. And so he, yeah. I, in my mind, the, he only exists in this realm. The other thing I forgot about Joe Rogan is of course how involved he is in, in like UFC and fighting and stuff, which is not my not my area at all, but that's the other thing that he's known for is 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 fighting stuff. Yeah. Not being a fighter, but like or I don't think he was a fighter, at least. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But uh, like being a fighting commentator guy. Um, come here. Is that why you have that little strap on him to just? No, it's a harness. But he, you know, he only weighs four pounds, so I'm always like picking him yeah. up with it. Um, Kingsley Oberqua. So Matt, have you watched season four of Fuller House yet? I know your bitch. <laughs> I have five episodes left. I was just messaging you the other day. I said, just find me a Candace Cameron, and my life is going to be just what? fine. The one out of every 5,000 women that looks better at 40 than at 20. Yeah, Candace Cameron, nobody has aged better than Candace Cameron. I was looking at a picture of her yesterday, and I was like, this is just remarkable. Yeah, it is. It is incredible. I've never seen a white woman age like this before. Yeah, yeah. Find me a Candace Cameron, and my life will be complete. I'll do my best. So yeah, I'm, I'm almost done with the with the latest. It's it's actually the second half of season three. So Not what you're technical. telling me is you'll watch four seasons of Fuller House, and I can't three. get you to watch one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. That's correct. But it's three seasons. That not just four. that makes me hate you. It just makes <laughs> me hate your guts. It's like I work, you know, I get worked on all day, and I wind down at night, and I have like a late night snack, and I watch like a twenty minute episode of Fuller House, twenty five minutes. Oh, whatever, dude. Whatever. All right, I Joel Dykeman. 
Can't my school it. spent an entire quarter discussing the Holocaust. Fair enough. And Hitler's regime. We spent about a week total in the Bolshevik Revolution, Stalinist Russia. Kind of makes you wonder why. And I talked. To, I talked about this in my video about um, high school curriculum. I learned so much about about uh, Hitler and so much about his regime. And I learned basically nothing about communism in in oh. high school. Like virtually nothing. And then at Mizzou, it was the same thing. Yeah, I guess I didn't learn much about communist history. Like in college, we definitely read communist philosophy. In, well, in, I read the Communist Manifesto. But yeah, you know. yeah. But in terms of the history of like communist failure, I can't say that I had a lot of that either. And it wasn't like, like read this and, and we'll discuss the merits of it. It was like, read this to see why communism is good in theory. <laughs> oh, no, I never had that. Like we, we read political and economic philosophy and you know, compared and contrasted. It was so crazy. I, it sounds like you got a way better education than I did. I, I never read political philosophy really until college, though. That was not a high school thing. Uh, a friend of the show, Stan, said, thank goodness for these shows to get my fix of blonde gems of wisdom. The educational world needs more blonde indoctrination. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Stan. Happy New Year. Uh, and the last one for right now is David Howard. Thoughts on whether or not evolution and grand design aspect of creation theory are mutually exclusive? That's a heavy question. Um, I suppose I... I don't think that they're mutually exclusive because you could theorize that God created the universe and got the ball rolling. And then in his, you know, infinite wisdom knew that it would precipitate and ultimately end in the human race through evolution. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't that, necessarily think those are mutually exclusive either. Um, I, I, I am, I've said it before. I'm not personally a religious believer. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself like any kind of militant atheist, but I approach the subject in the same way that I approach everything, which is, you know, if you can't Radical provide me with centrism, if you can't provide me with evidence for a claim, then I'm probably going to dismiss the claim. But th that's generally the the way I approach it. But I've always thought if God does exist, I could picture it as some sort of like petri dish situation where somebody created something in an experimental uh i don't know, an experimental dish of some sort and is just kind of watching it develop I mean, it, it, and it's I like kind oh of, shit this is not what i expected guys or, yeah or, or i don't know i've always thought maybe that's that's a possibility but that would be that would be a case like if that was if that general concept existed then it would be a case where someone designed something within this petri dish intelligently yeah and cre and created a uh, uh some sort of basis for this all to exist and develop and then is kind of watching it develop on its own i mean that would be a possibility that's not that would be both evolutionary development and um and intelligent design yeah. i suppose yeah. Yeah. okay that's good for now hmm. Sit down, sister. heavy questions man uh let's see you're a good boy do we speak to oh darren oh sorry i forgot darren uh, darren are you still here Yes, I'm still here. Sorry. So um, the, your mic was going crazy earlier, so I had to drop it and mute you out, and then I forgot. But now you're you're still here, and you're good to go. Sorry about that. Total noob, and I'm a first-time caller, so a little nervous. Oh. And I'm, yeah, I tried to figure out Discord. I had to watch, like, YouTube videos. So. Oh, well, I'm so, sorry for the <laughs> complication. Dis Don't feel bad. Discord acts strangely, but uh, your mic is loud and clear, so we're yep. all good. Okay, good. Uh, well, first off, I have to say that I, I grew up on Star Trek Next Generation. Woo! Huge fan. I haven't watched it lately, but yeah. All right. Good call. Thanks totally for calling in. Call. Appreciate it. Have a good night. <laughs> and I, I got a couple of questions. The first one's really kind of not serious at all. And we'll maybe get through to the second one. Um, so I was like going through some of your earlier videos, Matt, 
and I found one of particular interest. Uh, hmm. You used to have a Ted Bear costume, and you used to <laughs> omegle yeah. people. Do you still have that? And would it would it make an appearance on the show? A what costume? I have I I had a Ted Bear costume, like huh. the the Ted Bear. Um, Huge. Which I bought at a Halloween. Costume. Bought at a Halloween store here, like twenty. 13 and i didn't even buy it for halloween i just went there and i was like damn that's a cool bear costume i want that for various purposes uh put it on and you just like hey bitch you just get on and omegle yeah yeah and i omegled with it um i can't (laughs) i I remember doing it i just can't remember i mean do i still have the costume i don't know it might be in one of the closets around here have i i mean i haven't used it really since doing that omegle stuff um if people aren't familiar with omegle it's just like chat roulette basically you just get online you're on video and you're on the mic and you just get connected with random people and i used to record it and then cut it do youtube cuts of it because it's really i mean some of it would be really funny but the problem is you have to see like 20 dicks you know and people you can't live stream it either because it's full of dicks so you have to yeah. record it and then edit it up later. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess I have my real question here. Um, I am a 39-year-old non-traditional senior college student. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a liberal campus. I hate going there. <laughs> but oh. I've just kind of learned to keep my mouth shut. And I guess what I'm kind of afraid of is that it's been like a giant waste of time. I mean, I really feel like I want to finish. I'm getting close. But... I, you know, it's, it's like, I'm really not learning any job skills. I have job skills. I was a auto technician for, you know, like a decade or more before I went into college, but I got burnt mm-hmm. out on that. And that's why I decided to go back to school. And I just Can had I ask this, what you went back to school for. I see. That's the thing. I just had the old, like, okay, you know, if you want to have a better life, go to, go, go to college and get a higher mm-hmm. education. And so I was like, well, that's the plan. We're just going to go and then we'll figure it out as we go. Um, and so I started off with like, I was going to be a uh, computer science and I took a computer science class programming and I was like, well, I'm, you know, it's not for me. <laughs> I did. All right. I mean, I got to be in the class, but it wasn't for me. And then I was like, fine, I'll be you know, an English major. I have some talent in writing. It's not like my favorite thing to do. So we were doing an English major for a long time. And then they have a film and video where I'm at. And so I was like, well, I'll do that. But there's only one professor in charge of that. And he's like 71 years old and he just didn't jive. So I had to. So how much, how many credits do you have left to see? I, well, I'm at 89 hours right now. So, and I have to go to 124. So I have like two semesters and some change and, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I hate to be, I hate to do this sunk cost fallacy shit. You know where you're like, well, you've already invested in it, so you, but you, you know, you're seventy five percent done. I know, yeah, and I'd, yeah, I'd hate to well bail. Get the resume. You might as line, well just you know? finish it out. But as far as you know, it not being a worthwhile endeavor, I mean, you you very well may graduate and find out that it does not increase your earning potential. But you know, uh, yeah. people do want to see degrees. They do. Like uh, I have friends that work at Amazon just, and they, they won't even entertain an application if the person hasn't at, at a minimum graduated from college. So, you know, there, there still are a lot of jobs where they require just any college degree. And that it would at least, you know, open at least some doors. I know mine open a lot yeah. of doors. At least Did you get into doors. a lot of debt doing this? The problem is I'm, you know, I'm on loans. Uh, I do get some grants, but it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be about 60,000 when I'm done. Okay, so, that's not that's not like too bad. I mean, yeah, a lot of people leave college with an English degree and two hundred thousand dollars in debt because they had to go to NYU. Uh, so, sixty grand and yeah, that's that's not terrible. Um, 
hole I can dig out of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a huge problem, but, but yeah, you, you probably just finish. I figured I did. I guess I just wanted it for, you know, at least as a, a, a goal, accomplished goal, I guess, if anything. But yeah. Yeah. And then there's always fear. that. We didn't even think about the intangible reasons to do something like this that didn't even occur to me i'm so cynical <laughs> like well how well, much money are you gonna make how much is it gonna increase your job prospects i'm not like does this fulfill you <laughs> i wish i'd have found like I, I love that I've, i found you blonde first and then i've kind of come to matt and i have some other channels that i've come to find on youtube but i wish i had found this stuff like before i started and i you know because i would have just done a trade school i'd like have yeah. an exceptionally high mechanical aptitude and yeah. i can do anything i can build anything i can fix anything and i just wish i would have gone that route but they don't i mean it's such a business at school it seems like they just you know they don't push that they actually talk yeah. bad about doing a trade school like a lot of classes they just like talk down on it like if you're well, going to trade their school, competition then you're an idiot. it's it's their competition well, and so and they know that um you know people that are going to trade schools are not are not going to colleges I have and the, they're getting real tangible skills they're also competition in the job market so naturally they'd be like don't go to trade school but it is the better solution if you want to be in less debt and have a higher lifetime earning potential, which which yeah. is crazy to me. But here we are. The the university owns the the trade school. They bought it out, so it's kind of like they're oh. in competition with themselves. So it's like you're bad mouthing your other half here, you know. But yeah, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, best of want... luck to you. Um, yeah, just get that degree and maybe it'll open some doors. So don't get too down on yourself. This isn't like a life ruining mistake or anything. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling in. Happy New Year. Okay. Uh, the Chosen Boy. I see Unstoppable hanging out, too. I don't know how long it's been since we've talked to Unstoppable. It's been... Which, if they didn't have... Hey. Would have made up... Oh, hey, what's up? Sorry, we are just arguing about <laughs> falling to Vegas. Somehow I... I had your volume up really high, too, so I pull you in. Oh. And it's... oh You're good. Oof. You're good. I got you turned down a little bit. But uh, yeah, we were arguing fall in Vegas again. Um, how are you doing, guys? Doing all right. How is uh? Do, do you have New Year's New Year's festivities to share? No, nah, but I just did go get uh, lunch in Chicago with Sliff, so that happened. Oh, was this like the first time you guys met? Uh, no, actually, it's the second. Oh, I met okay. him at a Young American Soldier event. Sliff Soldier. He he used to come in here. And, uh, yeah, another list. Did you guys meet through this, or did you meet through something else? Uh, we met through this. Oh wow! But uh, cool. I got him in touch with a friend of mine, and several months later, now he, because of that connection, uh, pretty much he's working in politics now. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'd like Anyways, to have him have him call in sometime. I'd like to hear about it. Yeah, he's actually really busy with work. He's uh, working on campaigns. Ah, cool. But um, yeah, no. Basically, let let me just put put the question simply. How do you guys feel about? Yeah, if you've heard about it, the recent shit going down with Intel. We we oh, had we a caller it, yeah. earlier, but I've only seen the headlines. So my understanding is Intel's latest chips have a security flaw, and to fix it, it greatly decreases the performance. Is that a fair summary? Pretty much. So what... Uh, uh, how... Uh, fill me in on some of the details here. Like, how long have these chips been I, on the market? I'm how many people have them? I'm not going to claim to be smart i'm very stupid when it comes to technology mm-hmm. however in short basically it's something really stupid they should have actually dealt with since it's been around for 10 years worth of generations mm-hmm. of hardware and let me just say it's going to have a very profound effect on uh on on the market 
and I'm looking at possibly getting one of the next generation AMD processors when they come out. So why are they choosing to like, presumably they'd release some sort of patch or something that would fix this and then reduce the performance? Why don't they just, like how many people actually have these? How long has this been out? Why don't they replace them with better hardware, I guess? Um, I think because they only realize, here's the thing, based on what I can tell, uh, what some things have said is that they've only known about this issue since about, uh, about November. Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to keep it quiet, dealing with the problem. And basically what's happened now is now that the cat's out of the bag, they're working extra hard to make sure they can get the up, the update through. Because the, what they want to do is they want to do damage control, I'm guessing, with the update. So that way they can cause as little uh, hardware limitations and slow down as possible. The thing is, is that, you know, we don't, we can't be certain that's going to work out. Yeah. It looks like what's going to happen, as some of the people in... Uh, in the live chat are saying is that Intel's going to go down and stock is going to f- just plummet in the next week. I'm certain of that. Somebody's saying that the CEO shorted a bunch of stock in November. Yeah, no, oh, that, that also happened too. Apparently. Yeah. And basically, <laughs> that means that he knew luck. about this hardware flaw at that time. It, and was like, fuck, I better get out. Yeah. Of if Intel doesn't die, now's a good time to buy Intel. But uh, basically AMD has a great chance now to just steal the market. And like I said, I'm, I'm a participate in that. And I recommend that to you, Matt, for your computer if you're using uh, an Intel processor. Yeah, it's got an Intel chip in it, but uh, like, what? Ch- how how far back is this affected? It, like, it I, goes I put, back I put, ten years. Oh, all the chips for the last ten years. It's like everybody's yeah. computer. Well, this company's screwed. I didn't realize it was that bad. I thought it was like maybe more recent release or something. Yeah, they're doomed. So it's every Intel chip for the last decade. Yeah, every that affects Intel chip. every computer I own. Yeah, me too. Oh boy! It basically it'll only it'll affect pretty much all those. It won't heavily affect phones, luckily, or you know, uh, most mobile gaming devices as well. Like my, uh, I, I have a Switch. Luckily, that runs off of basically not Intel, so you're fine. So are Macs but, good? Um, Macs are fine. most Macs are Intel, like recent Macs. Shit. Um. But, yeah. Most. Yeah. Some Macs I mean, are Macs, Intel. Macs are, within are the good. last decade are Intel. And uh, liberative, yeah. yes, they are. Uh, I'm just reading the chat right now, so I just want to just call him out. As my other liberty bro needs to, needs to realize he's wrong. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> is this gonna fall back on Apple at all? Probably not. It sounds like they're not responsible for this. I I don't think I, I don't I doubt it. I mean, Apple has nothing to do with this. The only thing they're uh, they're basically guilty of is buying Intel chips, and we all did that. So. Yeah. That's At that point, you'd have to blame, you know, HP, Dell, na- name a company, because at some point they've had both AMD and yeah. Intel CPUs in their fucking systems. I just want to see Apple go down. That's, that's all. I want Good to luck. as well. That's why I, that's Dude, why I switched to Google Pixel. Dude, my phone is so Pixel. crappy now, too. Like, this Apple slowing down their phones. I have an original uh, iPhone 6 Plus. Matt, buy yeah. a Pixel 2 or the it's, XL. It's so annoying. Like, I noticed this when they did updates months ago it was like why is my phone hanging all the time now and it's it's yeah, because no. they did this slowdown thing my phone is almost unusable at times now because yeah. of this garbage yeah. and i don't want to go and it's verizon's not subsidizing your new phone buy anymore so i don't want to go drop like 700 bucks on a new phone all that garbage yeah, it's terrible like i said get get the uh get the google pixel 2 or the pixel 2 xl uh, really good phones don't have a lot of bloatware and also probably aren't going to be victims of the planned obsolescence that Apple likes to do. No, but those are built by female engineers at Google. We can't. We can't. No, actually, that. it's not. They're, <laughs> they're built by uh, they're built by people at HTC and uh, LG. Uh, 
I'm just kidding. You know how Google Man, Google hopefully. fired right. James Damore and put in some, like, some I, I know, female I know. who's more competent. Yeah. <gasps> oh then then God, everyone I got mad at James because yeah, you, he dared to in, to think the clan had cool names. I was going to say, you you let him go like 10 minutes. I told you guys, if you want to call and talk for as long as you want, just call at the end of the show when I've forgotten about my own three minutes. You're role. the one who's trying to eat the shrimp, though. It's your own <laughs> self-interest here. It smells so good. I know. All right. I'll, 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 I'll just drop out then and, and make ha- sure Blonde can get, get, get moving with her life. Happy New Year. Uh, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Happy, New Happy New Year. Uh, I just... It smells like There's... Thanksgiving dinner. Why? Sounds awesome. Shrimp and grits smelling like Thanksgiving. Uh, Unstoppable is up next. And Ski Doggy, if you're still hanging out, join join one of the waiting rooms. I'll get you in. Oh, we should probably do I'm something. Uh, oh. Hold on. Hey. We'll get Hello. we'll get Unstoppable first, and then we'll hop into Super Chat. It's been, I don't know how long it's been since we've heard from you. It's been a long time. Quite a few months. I've been busy doing school. I'm going to be going to college at the end of this year. Okay. We summer. talked on Gab the other day, though. About that goddamn show Black Mirror and that last episode was a total social justice warrior nightmare. Is that show good? I've heard really good things. Yeah, but Charlie Brooker is a fucking leftist retard, and so it's all this great political or great commentary interspersed with this this political message that Hmm. I find really distasteful. And every couple is like mixed race. It's like totally about diversity. There's like a Muslim in every episode. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody. But there's at one point where there's a literal Nazi watching and masturbating to the death of a black guy, and I want to mean that so bad. Are you serious? Want, yeah. That's that's yeah. a scene I'm, in the I'm show. Yeah. What people think of what what lefties think of Trump voters? Yeah, yeah. Like, they really do. Yeah. And this is a serious scene. This isn't like a comedy bit. That's a serious scene. No, I mean it's it's no, a no, show no, no, about no, no. a fake future you know a, a hypothetical future oh. in which technology is totally. But the intent of that scene is not to make you laugh. No, it's no, not. no, it's okay. not at all. Okay, all right. Oh, I love that. I, I, I couldn't. I just, I did laugh, and it was horrible because it was basically an execution, like electrocution level execution. And I was yeah. sitting there thinking, "Oh, this is horrible. This is horrible." And well, when, I mean, the rest not- of the season was strong. I thought, and and they did the same thing last time, where like every episode was good, and then it's that it's this like mixed race lesbian couple living forever together i'm like why do you have to put this one episode just to just to you know play out your diversity initiative they do it every season it's driving me crazy it's it's Um, not plot driven no but it's nice that they they're so on the nose about it it's such i hate when it's like propaganda levels of insidiously woven in but when they don't know how to do anything but really on the nose it's like got it i know what your politics are that's yeah i guess so it's just so hit or miss for me like some of those episodes were so good you should watch but this I, gag, but I know you're not you know, going to. I got to finish Fuller House first. It's only oh, five more God. episodes. <sighs> what do you want to talk about, Unstoppable? It couldn't have been this. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much, so much that's occurred since last time. Ah, uh, so much beautiful. Oh, did you hear? Um, supposedly there's there was they tripped across. Uh, there, there was some people in it's a British and China uh, cross together that tripped across a very effective Alzheimer's drug uh, when they were looking for diabetes drug. Of course, the two are correlated, at least from from studies. So mm-hmm. I wanted to know what you thought about that. I don't know. Normally, our, our show is just people calling us and asking us questions that we don't know the answer to because we're not familiar with the story. And this is this is one of those instances. Let me give you my medically my medical professional opinion. Yeah, really. How about that? Why don't you talk while I Google this and then we can switch? <laughs> 
I really should start thinking these ahead before I call, shouldn't I? No, well, crazy. speaking of medical stuff, uh, I was going to put it in the show a few weeks or maybe a month or two ago, but then I, it got cut when I was whittling down the topics. But I saw that that head transplant actually did occur. Like that ended up happening. The the, the surgery it. Yeah, took unsuccessfully. Place. Was it unsuccessful? What head transplant has been? You think that there was a, a successful head transplant? No, I forgot. I, I had the article. I had the article. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up because it wasn't. I don't think the guy died or maybe he did. He definitely <laughs> died. He did. I'm 100 percent sure that he died. I haven't even read this article. Last information I got was two bits. One, the guy who was originally slotted backed out. He, either he got some really bad news and he was like, uh, even for me with my two year life expectancy. No, thanks. And the other bit of news I got was that they delayed it to like 2018. I never got anything beyond that. I, I just, this rarely well, pops up. God, where was the, I, I mean, we, we flush out our, our show notes each and every week. So I don't have the link, unfortunately, but I, I, I Googled it and the Chicago Tribune says as of last month, promise of world's first heads trans head transplant is truly fake news. Hmm. I called it, but they tried it. I saw a story that talked about them trying it. I'm sure they've tried it. With monkeys, don't excuse sure. it with don't excuse it with, with with that logic because by that logic oh yeah i called it uh it's flight <laughs> you know yeah like, like i mean no, it's that's, just that's... it's just not gonna happen like if you think about everything that would have to go into it, you, you have to you have to sever the spinal cord what do you what do you I mean... oh, okay so here's what happened in november 2017 this this guy canavero the guy who's doing this the surgeon announced that he and the and ren who i guess was the donor had performed the first human head transplant on cadavers. The significance of this claimed success involving as it does only mechanical reconnection of tissue in a cadaver is disputed. That's this according to the ultimate authority, Wikipedia. So this happened somewhere in some garage and, uh, and people dispute, I guess, whether it happened and two, whether it worked. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Doing cadavers, if I remember correctly, and the last time I looked at, at this bit of information, I was like eight. This this speaks to my childhood. If I remember correctly, what well, the last time they did like a cadaver-based solution was like in the 1960s. So, you know, we, we've done little bits of experiments as a species here and there with monkeys and with rats and other stuff. And, and connecting the blood vessels has, has long since been not really big of an issue. Muscle tissue, no big deal, relatively you know, speaking. the spinal cord? You, like, what are you going to do about that? Without how, do you, how could you possibly sever somebody's spinal cord without paralyzing them? Uh, well, if a combination of gene therapy, stem cells, uh, robotic assistance, a, a few things, theoretically, you could do, you could just throw it and brute force it and just have it grow back together. I mean, we're not going to be there for I don't like know. a century, at least. Never know. I mean, let's I put guess this you way. do never know. To go back to the flight example, the right before the Wright brothers, eight days before the Wright brothers, some government-funded guy tried two flights off of some miss boat in some steamboat or whatever, and then I think the New York Times said flight will be a thousand years from now. So it had a, had like a famous headline that said flight indicates. Flight will, you know, we won't achieve flight for another thousand years. And then eight days later, the Wright brothers flew their plane. Yeah. You don't know. If and sometimes you, technology moves really quickly. Don't be too pessimistic. You never know. I mean, I hope that I live to see the first successful human head transplant. That would be fucking wild. Yep. And then I live to see your, um, your, your clock management, uh, oh, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not as assertive as you are. <laughs> But just like you, 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 you predicate this show with 
I'm going to be on it tonight because I got a meal to eat. And then I'm every tired. caller is going like I'm 10 minutes. Clock. I'm lazy. All right. That, that, thank, you, thank you, you Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Give you and bid adieu. Happy New Year. All right. So that's uh, that's all our patron callers. So we said we had super chats. We could do some super chats. We could take just a, a few non-patron callers. We'll, we'll... Let's do super chats and then three non-patron callers and then call it an evening. Okay. You're the boss. I'm really not. Um, For tonight. <laughs> Until we're off air. And then I'm the boss again. Good, good. Uh, Chuck Muckamuck said, first time, long time. Thank you both for your content. Thank you, Chuck. We appreciate oh, thank that. Thank you. Um, as for Matt, Happy New Year. who is Matt McFadder, said, didn't know you were into that. Well, screw you too, Matt. Next time, tell me where, and I'll be there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you, Matt. You get a lot of gay love. Yeah, that's fine. That's all right. It's because your you face know. is so symmetrical, I think. When, when, um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll consider the option. When, once I've exhausted, uh, once I get too tired of, uh, of, of, you know, trying to find the right, the right lady in this area, then, you know, maybe I'll, I'll consider, <laughs> consider giving it a shot. Yeah. Let's talk in a year and, and see how yeah. disheartened. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not there yet, but. Because of the fat feminist situation. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, should i share that publicly i won't yeah, share people so so i i hopped yesterday i hopped back on tinder and i say back because i was on tinder that's how i met my old girlfriend actually it was like 2015 so i was like you know uh, it, i'm gonna try to go out i'm gonna try to i'll do the tinder thing again so i hop back on it my god how is it possible that like most mid-20s women are horrendous Leo Dude, you guys he was sending me the pictures of, of he sent me like 10 different pictures of, <laughs> of average tinder using women and it is like blue hair fat cat-eyed glasses black lipstick it is every single fucking and, and everyone is like if you're a bigot or a misogynist swipe left, you're like, left okay left. <laughs> and God. it's like some 300 pound chick it's like where do you get off I, like I having any believe. criteria for dating I couldn't believe because I went into it. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to be fairly generous here. I'm going to try to cast a wide net. I'm going to try to talk to a lot of people. Anybody who's within reason is going to gonna get a like from me. I, I couldn't. I, out of like it's hundreds. It's not a winning strategy. I tried to do this on match because, because it'll just wear you down and then you'll get hopeless and mm. defeated. You got to just pick the top tier women, even if it takes a longer time. And for the love of God, use match. Tinder is only where you meet fat chicks to bang. That's well, it. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I, I don't know. You're like, no, but it's not, it's not my exclusive. Oh, maybe I'll meet my wife on Tinder. It's not no, my exclusive dude. strategy. It's a strategy. I still plan to go out with, uh, with my fellow guy friends uh, on the weekends and we'll, we'll make it happen. But tell me what you guys uh, think about this. I offered to run Matt's match account and he said, no. I'll do the whole thing. I'll do it. You don't have to do anything. <sighs> I will find you women and bring them to you. Yeah, but we, we, the problem is we don't have the same taste. We have vastly different tastes. Like I said before, when you're looking for a wife, it's like, is this chick too ugly to love? And that's the real question. <laughs> Not like, you know, how hot is she? Is she the hottest chick that I've ever been with? People aren't thinking about that. They're thinking like, are you past this level of minimum hotness that I require to marry? All I'm saying is I could just, I, I could not believe the average weight of the field. Let's put it. Th I just could not believe. What are we that. looking at? Like a deuce? Yes, know. probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a really 
Anyway, now that I've talked shit about my entire community and all the young women within it, I'm sure they're all eager to meet me now. I know. As I've said before, uh, if you're under 25 and have a BMI under 23, <laughs> Skag is single if you're in the greater Bozeman area. Um, I just, it's, it was unreal. I mean, it's like, if, anyway, hopefully, hopefully the prospects improve. Uh, and then the last one of these for now is from, oh, actually, it's not the last one. We just got a bunch. Um, Josh Hansen, Blonde, I forgot to mention that you seem so energized in your last few videos and have such a renewed vigor. It's been fun to watch, and it would be a shame to see you go away. Thank you so much. Um, I don't know. I, sometimes I get in these, like, moods in my channel where I'm feeling really productive, really optimistic, and then I get a lot of work done, and that was this last week. So I appreciate that. I'll be in a in a slump in, in a few days. and. <laughs> You worry about that then. Uh, just ain't that way. No, no. Thank you so much. Warren Harsha said, what do you think of the Logan Paul controversy? Um, we were just talking about this at the before the show. And and I I don't know. I just don't really care. Like, I think Logan Paul's a retard and a piece of shit. But this particular controversy, I'm like, this. I don't find this that offensive. The, the only thing that gets my interest a little bit is YouTube's role in this. The fact that this was trending yes. at like number 10. And they wouldn't blur the image or do anything with the image. Yes. Or, yeah. However, I've seen several people posting that just because they're talking about the Logan Paul incident, demonetized, demonetized. You're, they won't promote that. You can't talk about it. But him posting what he did, which if people didn't hear, he went into some kind of yeah. Japanese suicide forest and there was a hanging body. Was it confirmed that this was an actual suicide yeah. victim? Yeah. This is not a prank in any oh, way. This is a real person, yeah. real dead body. 30 yeah, Japanese I mean, people every day does that strike me as poor taste yeah does it strike me as probably a violation of youtube's terms yeah am i personally outraged or offended i am not but the fact that youtube has yeah. such bizarre standards where you can post things like that and get number 10 on trending yeah. where if i talk about like or you talk about you know, maybe, maybe like we shouldn't import a, a bunch of people from Muslim culture unvetted. Maybe that's a bad idea. Oh no, demonetize. That's too controversial. But yeah. play all the Coke and Verizon ads you want on Logan Paul suicide Japanese say, forest video. I haven't heard anybody say this, so I don't even know if I should say it. But my first thought when I saw this was I was like, this guy killed himself and like left his body in a in a public space. He, he had to know that this was a possibility. <laughs> that people would stumble upon his body and this would become some sort of, I mean. It's his fault, really. Well, you're not in the comfort of your own home. You're not killing yourself in your home and then one person finds your body or the police find your body. It's like you are in a public space. That's where you killed yourself. I mean, and we, people go through this area. So hmm. I think that changes things. Yeah, I saw, I saw Lauren Southern put out that's uh, a defensive Logan Paul type video. I, I oh, wanted really? to watch that. I haven't so seen what Seth she said. Yeah. So I kind of I want I want to see what these people say. I'm not saying that I think it's cool or that I find it to be like entertainment that I want to watch. Either. But I, just I don't care. Is the yeah. Um, I do think that he's detestable though. Like every time he opens his mouth, I'm like, oh, and he's such a bro. But I thought that before. Like I don't know that this actually this changes change my anything. opinion. Yeah. I thought he was a douche before, and I think he's a douche now. And not more of a douche, just, you know, consistently douchey. Orwell's Ghost said, hey, Matt, sent you a message on Patreon. My account isn't linking to Discord. Thanks, Cuptress. Stand by. Okay, yeah, I'll check it after this. Um, and then in front of the show, Stan said, so they made a Frankenstein monster. Explains Jennifer Garter. <laughs> they hit the pulse wall. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Rick Moranis, feel your online dating plight. These ladies are shooting for the moon and will only accept the sun. American women need more manageable expectations. I hear you, bro. 
but men need to stop wifing single moms so that women have real life consequences for their poor decision making. Like I see women that are punching above their weight every fucking day in Seattle. It's incredible. Fat feminists yeah. with tall, handsome men that are seem like they're treating them well and stuff. I'm like, what? Yeah. The real thing is that beta males need to not white knight for these women that have fucked up their lives and just let them be cat ladies. And yeah. then people will learn. Well, I love I love reading through the demands of these ham beasts. Like you will be this and yeah. you will be that. It's yeah. like Yeah. Why would anyone participate? Why would anyone try to appease your demands? And imagine like, if you made demands of her, like, listen, you need to lose 50 pounds. She would yeah. be like, Why did you How just dare say you? to me? How dare you? But yeah, you yeah. have to be X, Y, and Z because and you can't have the wants. wrong opinions or you yeah. can't be racist or misogynist. I'd love to ask him, it's like, what do you mean by that? Because I'm sure that you probably consider me those things for, for ridiculous reasons. I mean, but I'm sorry, but, like, yeah. if, if you're a fat chick and you're online dating, like, you have to lower your standards. Like, you, you just have to. You're just not going to get the quality man that you want. Like, I, I don't, do I have to really tell people this? No, I, I guess I, I'm just turned off by people who approach. I guess there's two ways to look at it. One is, do I appreciate that people are straight up and honest about what they're looking for? Kind of. But the, I don't know how I draw the line between that and just being like bossy and demanding. Like you will be this, this or that, or don't even bother. And it's like, yeah. well, it's still good though because you know, like, oh, I could never make it work with this bitch. I guess. I guess it's just it's weird. It's weird when the person clearly does not have high demands of herself, but has high demands of others. That's yeah. that's the disconnect for me. Yeah, that's that's Western women in yeah. a nutshell. Hmm. Um, oh, I actually have a few more of these, don't I? Uh, Blake McDowell, his Tinder problem is totally a location problem. It's fairly liberal college town, not as bad as Missoula, but still. I mean, you live in Montana. How bad do you uh, Well, I, I mean, yeah, I know, I know Blake. What's up, Blake? Um, like IRL? I, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely worse. I was on Tinder two years ago, and now I'm back on. It was not this bad two years ago. It was not this ridiculous. This, there's something, there's something in the water. Something's changed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe women are becoming increasingly not two years. I guess three years ago I was on. Three years ago. It wasn't that long it's, ago. It's been a little bit. I don't know. Use match. I met my fiance on match. My sister met her husband on match. I know. Yeah, maybe I'll put me. you to work eventually. Yes. I'm not too, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not quite there. I'm not too worried about it just yet. No, you'll get there. Yeah, just have a will. few more Tinder dates where women show up five years older and thirty pounds heavier than they are, and, <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll reconvene in in the yeah. next weeks. Um, just use one. a recent photo, people. Like what the? Heck? I know. I could go on another rant on about match. that. I'm like, no pictures where I am more or less than five pounds what I weigh right now, and nothing older than a year. Yeah, it's it's just come on. Um, one of my friends actually went on on a date with a chick that he met on Match, and he said she showed up like she used pictures from college and she was like 25 now and she had been drinking, you know, heavily since college and she was just all puffy. And he said, she looked just un unrecognizable and yeah. then when he left because he was like, no, when he left, he heard the girl saying to somebody else, like, he doesn't like me because I, my catfish. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. You, you, you told me that's totally true. It's yeah. not even, any, that's a hundred percent true. A Chicago conservative. This is the last one. Matt, when I come back to Bozeman, I will help you find a whammon. Yeah, sure. If anyone's around and, you know, wants to wants to have a night on the town and see what's going on. Sure. Some real wingmen. Matt needs some male friends, too. Well, yeah, I've been thinking about this. But, you know, at the end of the I've been talking to you about this, too. And I've been trying to I've as I've mentioned earlier, it's like I want to. Uh, uh, you, you have to develop, develop the comfort to just cold approach a person. 
And at the end of the day, I don't want to meet a person because like I had some friend of mine, like I was too, I was too scared and I had some friend of mine introduce us. Like, no, I want, I want to meet a person because I identified a person I had the courage to approach with confidence and make my intentions known. That's, that's what right I want to do. So that is exactly the attitude men need to take. That is, that's really good. But you still need to, you still need wingmen to like hang out with. You still need that home base. You need that home base. Yeah. yeah. In case the conversation doesn't work and you need to be like, oh, I got to go fucking hang out with my friend. Yeah. Because when you do get turned down, as I have been, <laughs> you got to go, you got to have people to go back and talk to. That's, that's Every what Every man need. gets turned down. And I know. And I'm, I, I need to, de- I need to have more of it. I need to develop that comfort more. Um, we're good on super chat. We should start taking. Some- cool. Yeah, you said th- you said three, and we're running short on time, so we'll go three quick hitters here. We'll go Mark Wiggles and um, RCT Snuggles. I don't know what RCT stands for. But Mark, you're good to go if you're ready. Yeah, you said hey, you said three. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, can you mute your stream though? But- Wiggles and yeah. yeah, there you go. Hello. Hi. Yeah, can you mute your stream? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right, you're good to go if you're ready. Just I got a little bit of a surprise cringe story. Okay, go, go for it. Today. If you're still listening to us on stream, make sure to mute your stream. That might be why we have a... Muted it. Okay, you can hear us all right? Oh, you're breaking up. I... About Can you hear us? Thing ever. She... Uh, room, but she started complaining to me about how her current boyfriend wanted to move out of Boston and have children. Is this okay. a female friend? We missed the first part of your story. Yeah, you well, cut out a little bit. Boyfriend said... At some point, we're going to have to move out of this apartment building, buy a house, you know, okay. get married. Yeah. She was not having any of it. And I'm, I'm just thinking to myself. <sighs> okay. <laughs> the Sorry, the woman was not having any of this? That's kind of surprising. I, I didn't hear enough of the story to, to even. Ye- yeah, Mark's kind of. breaking up, dude. We're, we're missing integral parts of what you're trying to tell us. So I can't. Exception. Finish. Nope, sorry. Yeah, it's it's too choppy, man. But uh, too choppy. I appreciate your patience. In. Sorry, we'll have to we'll have to cut it there. But uh, thank you for calling in and, and have a good night. Sounds good. Sorry about that, man. Uh, Rats. It was something about something about um. Some chick not wanting to have kids. Or yeah, not wanting to move into a nice house and have children or something. <sighs> Wiggles is up next, but I don't think Wiggles is here. It looks like Wiggles is out. Uh, Snuggles. Oh wait, no, Wiggles is here. Sorry about that. Hey, Wiggles. What's up? Hey. What's going on? Uh, nothing. But um, so I guess you guys have already been kind of hitting on this in the show, but I kind of want to talk about dating. Yeah, um, sure. Cause I don't know. I guess um, I'm only 18, but my mm-hmm. um, I'm going on like two years since my last girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know, lately I've just been, I don't know, kind of down and out and about, about it, and been just trying a few different things, and just really don't know where to really go. Wow. Do you want me to take this one, Skag? So you're 18. Let Blonde yeah. set up a match.com for you. I mean, young men, it's 
it's hard for young men to envision a future where 